1: You mentioned that it was going to be a provocative word. Mm -hmm. Can you share a little bit about what you plan to say at the NAACP King Breakfast?
0: What I have found is that uh, right now we are so tribal driven. And anything that is said that doesn't agree with my tribal perspective is provocative. Doesn't matter the tribe. It doesn't agree with my tribe and my perspective of where America should be right now. And so uh, for some, it may not be at all. For others, it will be because it's not what my disposition and my predisposition about issues are. In particular, we're talking about King's dream. And that's what I mean by saying um, a provocative word.
1: What is the danger in being tribal and and in not being able to see one another's point of view?
0: The danger is what I will be sharing. Um, I'm going to be talking about Joseph in his dream. And uh, we all know that there is the connection with King in his dream. And, and often is the parallel and comparison with King and Joseph having a dream. Well, the danger is, is that his brothers actually were leaders of the tribe. And they rejected the dream. And the danger is, is by rejecting it, it then impacts the entire nation. And that's exactly what it is uh, in the story. And what we're, what we're dealing with right now.
1: You have a, a goal here at New Life of many that is, um, with, without Jesus, with Jesus in education, you are unstoppable. And Dr. Mm-hmm. King, uh, I understand, wrote about that in 1947 um, in an article for Morehouse that intelligence and character is the goal of true education. Why did you decide to focus on education?
0: Education has been the delivery system for African Americans in America uh, since our uh, feet touched the shores of Jamestown and the Plymouth Rock landed on us. Since those times, uh, <clears throat> education has been that. It's, and because, one, we know it was denied us. Right. Uh, you cannot read and you cannot write. Uh, I will tell you what to say, what to do, how to do it. And what I have seen in my life and much of my education pursuit came because I was trying to please my mother. Really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My mother and my father, my mother in particular, who was a domestic worker for some Mm -hmm. time, thought the most of education. And she always looked up highly to the educators in the community. Which was the tradition in the African American community. Right. You looked up to the educators and the preachers. Not as much now. We're kind of fame and star struck now. Yeah. And celebrity struck now. Uh, but so I kind of adopted that. And I will tell you uh, of my six degrees, the only one, the one that I got for myself is my, my PhD, my last <laughs> doctorate degree. The rest? The, the rest <laughs> was for her.
1: It's worth noting with, with that answer that today children want to be famous, mm-hmm. and um, education, especially in the African-American community, though some call it the next civil rights movement, have been calling it that for years, that kids today, it's, it's, it's a different journey for them, and how do we convince them that what Dr. King wrote in 1947, what you are doing here mm-hmm. at New Life, is still their path. The, the trade school, the military... There's, all of that you, all you, of that is you, education yeah, absolutely right.
0: all of that is education, all of that is preparing you for life however you want if you want to define education in that way, it's preparing you for a successful life, as you said, trade uh military of which i'm retired air force military chaplain twenty one and a half years, um all of those things union, all of that is preparing you. Uh, which is education and with Jesus and education you are unstoppable and, and but that's that whole fame and celebrity piece is not just impacting our community it's impacting the culture yeah american culture you know if I get enough hits if I go viral if I got enough followers perhaps just maybe perhaps i can um uh, live a kardashian life mm-hmm. that ain't gonna work It's just not going to work
1: Why did you I don't know if you always were this way And I've known you for 20 years Um, I don't know if you always were An activist If you will Uh, But why did you decide When you decided to speak To use the word in the Bible To then move the needle To move people's minds Why did you decide to do that In the the first place Because every pastor, every minister does not
0: My training, my uh, as a a seminary graduate um, uh, from Sammy DeWitt Proctor School of Theology, MDiv, and then D-Men, was very much uh, that seminary, very much a social justice driven seminary. And for some, for some in majority culture, uh, say that that's not even a part of the gospel. And and we will beg to differ. We will say very much that it is that kingdom that he speaks of righteousness and justice from the psalmist's lips, and that is very much a part of that. So, when I was educated in um, in in ministry, formal education in ministry, it was impressed upon us: how can you lead from the pulpit if you're not leading from the streets too? Mm. And vice versa. What, what what use are you, if your voice only rings in the hollow halls of a sanctuary in Tiffany glass, and not in the halls of uh, the hood? His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt, Hi-ya! and even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs>